0: Hello and welcome to a Sunday Reflection. My name is Paul Harvey and this is Life, Passion and Business. We're about helping you explore, finding your passion for life and the work that you do. But it's so much more than that. It's about finding clues to the big life questions. What does it mean to be successful? What is the meaning of life? If you're looking for more, then join me on this journey, where together we will discover through interviews, tools and tips how to live life full of meaning, passion and purpose. Hello and welcome to A Reflection. So let's talk about sacredness or sanctity and flow. So what brought this up for me this weekend? So I was considering the life and work of Queen Elizabeth II. I'm not a great royalist. I kind of like take them or leave them. But I have a lot of appreciation for the woman herself, who has obviously served in that position for 70 years. And the poor lady's 96. And that's an interesting point about it, is that she cannot retire because there is no retirement plan for a monarch in, under the, U, the um, United Kingdom Constitution. And here's the interesting part about that. When Queen Elizabeth was crowned at her coronation, it was designed to be a sacred moment. There was a lot of symbolism in it. She probably is the last solidly Christian monarch that we will probably ever see. And during that coronation, there's a point in it where she is anointed with oil by the Bishop of Canterbury, who does it in the name of God to serve as the queen and the head of the church. From her perspective it is a contract and she was anointed by God. And at that time in 1952 a very large proportion of the the UK population believed she was directly related to God. And in those 70 years we have moved on. We have lost a lot of what it means to be connected with the sacred. So what does that mean, to be sacred? What is it about? My podcast last week of Robin Locke, she was firmly involved in the realtor industry and she had no connection with what I would call sacredness of life. And it was only when she started asking about her purpose that she, she got in touch with that side of herself, that she discovered a completely different path to living, something which was much more guided. And I know this is a strange conversation. A lot of people find this quite stuff quite weird. But as I said in that podcast, I've met a lot of people who are guided by some unseen force in their life. And you can call it intuition. You can call it all sorts of things. But it does make their life sort of work. And in many ways, I, I accept that I am also guided in doing stuff that I do. But the one important aspect about it, for me, is about this idea of the sacred. And as I said, In 1952, the UK population, and probably the world as a whole, had a much stronger sense of the sacred. And as we've gone into a very mass media, mass communication market, massive growth of just about everything, that idea of sacredness has fallen away. So this weekend has been the centre of huge celebrations right across the country, and particularly in London, what with Trooping of the Colour and processions and all sorts of things. But it's become more of a show, than it has any meaning. And that's what I think is about the sacred. It's about when we make something genuinely sacred, we give it meaning. And when we give it meaning, it becomes important. And then we give thanks for it. And then we have gratitude. And then life expands for us. So this morning I finished my yoga and I thought I would take a little meditation. And I switched on the Daily Calm app and was invited to a 12-minute guided meditation with Sarah Blondin. And I've heard Sarah before, and I love her voice. And it was about making your life sacred. And I thought, how fortuitous is that? And it was a lovely recording. It's worth it. You can find it on the Daily Calm app, and it's free. It's funny how I get guided to the things I need, because I was thinking about that all weekend about this podcast today, and bringing in this aspect of the monarch and the fact that she holds her job in great sanctity and is sacred about it. And how I was going to address that with you and how valuable this is. So look, when we hold things as sacred, so what? what, all right, what is sacred in, in my life? We have things that are sacred, even though we may not see them as in a spiritual connection. You, know, you might have that five minutes after you put the kids to bed. That might be sacred. You might have that moment to yourself. That's sacred. These are precious times. But living a sacred life means valuing everything about it. One thing Sarah says in that little guided meditation, have you considered the sacredness of your eyes? They allow you to see. What would it be like without them? And it's about when we start to appreciate these things that we have, our eyes, our ears, our hands, our sense of taste, our ability to love, our compassion. All of these things are what make life special for us. And they are the things that on some level that we lose connection with, that are actually sacred. Okay, so where are we going with this? Well, I'm inviting you to find some sacredness in your life. And you can do this in several ways. You either pick those times that you already value and treasure And really move into them and appreciate them. And I would invite you to journal about them. If you write something down about what it feels like to be in that moment. It is amazing what comes out. The other option for you. And I think this is quite a good one actually. Is to make a choice to do something sacredly. So if you are someone that has a ritual cup of tea. Make that cup of tea with the utmost sense of awareness. How you draw the water. How you place the kettle on the stand and turn it on. How you select a cup. Make sure the cup is clean. You have this process which really values what you are doing. When we put that level of attention into something, the finished product is considerably better than when we don't. It's something they say in the Fintorn Foundation when they are doing jobs. They do work with, as if it were, love in action. And when we do things with that attention to detail, with that attention to love, the product that comes out of it is far better. So that is worth looking at, trying and journaling about. And the other thing is, when we start to find more sacred moments in life, and we start to find more things to be grateful for in that way life starts to open up for us it did for Robin and it's certainly done for me and for many other people that I've spoken to over the last few years life opens up when we place attention in the things that matter and do them with the right when we do them with the right attitude and effectively we make them sacred I would love to hear how you get on with this reach out to me you know where to find me if you're interested in the conversation with Robin, do check out the website, lifepassionandbusiness.com, where you'll find hundreds of interviews and also several hundred shortcasts like this one. That's at the website, lifepassionandbusiness.com. And while you're there, do check out the five questions under the resources tab. It's a workbook based on the five questions of the podcast. And in my opinion, it is the base point for creating the life you want to live so do check that one out and that's it from me for this week so thank you so much for being on this journey with me if you have enjoyed this podcast please give us five stars on the app of your choosing and share it with a friend if you can so that is it from me as always thank you so much for your time and attention i'll catch you next time all the best